0: And welcome to 361 Degrees, Season 3, Episode 4. My name's Ben Smith from Wireless Worker. I'm Ray Blanford from All About Symbian and All About Windows Phone. That is a
1: mouthful, by the way. I'm Ewan from Mobile Industry Review. And Ewan, where are we today? Uh, We're in a basement, I think, off the Trafalgar Hotel on Trafalgar Square. In
0: in London's historic Trafalgar Square, yes. We're here for uh, Nokia's summer party, so we're full of barbecue. Uh, Well,
1: actually, I don't have any sausages at all.
0: No sausages. Is that because your wife's listening?
1: No, no. In fact, sausages are approved. It's, uh, you know, I, I didn't have any
0: sausages. That's my problem. Okay. And Rafe and I had quite a lot of diet coke. That's right, we did. And uh, we've actually got we've got some Lumia 610s in front of us, which we're going to be bringing away and having a look at. So I'm quite excited about that. Should it's... we not do an unboxing? Well, all right, the audio unboxing.
2: <laughs> Ben's taking it out of the box. It's really very right, exciting. It, yeah. Oh, plastic bag coming off, and he's picked up the Lumia 610. It's a lovely white version. How does it feel? going to be available in the uk next week the, yeah i actually for 15 pounds a week i i do, um, I do quite like
0: that I, I can't notice the back falling off where i dropped it on the floor a minute ago but apart from that that's because you've not put the battery in it yet that's true no actually i quite like that and i'm looking forward to having a play but we won't um we won't talk more about that yet because we haven't had a chance to have a play with it but right. it's it's been cool thank you very much um nokia to uh for inviting us along to have a look at that but mm. while we're talking about nokia we should talk about our event because yes. we've got a big event coming up, and they have generously agreed to sponsor. So if you're in the UK, if you're in London, more specifically, on the 11th of June, we are hosting Mobile Question Time. Ewan, explain what Question Time is.
1: Well, uh, in fact, if you are a fan of the BBC Question Time show, you'll know what we're talking about. Basically, it's a panel, or we are bringing together a panel of luminaries, uh, and we're going to ask the audience, and that, that's why we're asking you, dear listener, to think about coming along. The audience to pepper this panel with—I was trying to get an extra P there—pepper this panel with, uh, okay, it's not worked. Questions and insightful comments, and we're going to record the whole thing. It's going to be a live podcast recording, as live as recorded. Is that not why? Yeah, no, I'm live trying to think. What's podcast the, the,
0: This podcast as was, live. No, what did they say at the beginning of Sesame Street? This podcast was recorded in front of a live studio audience. Right,
1: exactly. So, yeah, we're
0: going to... But I'm hoping we'll get some really cool questions from the the uh, attendees. And, uh, Rafe, just let's go through who are the panellists now. So we've got uh, someone from LBI, who are a large digital agency that are hosting us. They do amazing stuff like... Um, uh, the Formula One application and loads of uh, loads of banking things. So they, they build some of the best mobile apps around. Yeah, Illico. I- I- yeah, uh, yeah Iliko We've got Ed Hodges from,
2: from RBS. Uh, also, he's oh a, uh, kind of a Royal, mobile Royal Bank of Scotland. Royal Bank of Scotland For the, the, the international, and obviously he's had quite a history in mobile as well with mm. companies like Touch. You know, and going back further as well. Mm. And importantly,
0: he was at Tesco, so he's going to have some great insights around how massive brands use mobile, you know, to interact with literally you know thousands, hundreds yeah, of thousands of people. He, he, he's the
1: guy that's launched the at the Tesco's
0: mobile app. Grocery app. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, so his, his work is, well, accounts for billions in, in revenue. Yeah. Um, and we've got <laughs> some of uh, like that. And and still just recently confirmed today, so I haven't got names on it. But we've also got someone coming in from the Financial Times, who's going to be talking about their apps, and Fantastic. even more people not announced. So uh, we, uh, I can say now that we're going to, we, we've actually already sold out of all of the tickets. So we're increasing the allocation of they tickets are free
1: now. Free, by the way. Oh,
0: and they are free. So I say sold out. Given, given. By the rate. way, I would wonder what, what I, I was wondering
1: as I saw the ticket number, you know, people buying or, or, or signing up. Be interesting. What have we made it at a tenner?
0: Well, may, may, maybe in future we'll make our fortune out of selling tickets, but this time it's free and fantastic, fantastically as well, which we haven't announced yet, which we're announcing at the time when this podcast goes out, is there's also going to be free drinks as well. So if, if, if coming along wasn't fun enough just to see us and listening to a panel, there will be free drinks as well so wow. how I'm really looking forward to this it's going to be fantastic yep. and so if you want to come along if you're in London it's being hosted uh, on Brick Lane in the Truman Brewery it's an amazing venue we're really grateful to
2: everyone who's to LBI and Nokia and sponsoring it's making this happen and we do love our audience very much and we appreciate that not everybody is in London or the UK and won't be able to make it to this event so we are also accepting questions uh, via email as well aren't we Ben? We, we are actually there's a couple of guys
0: based in the States who were really gutted that they couldn't make it I mean we should say hi to Andy Hagan uh uh, particularly, go Andy. Go Andy. Thank he's you. going to cardboard cut out there. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, what he's going to do is he's actually going to record his question and email it over to us, oh, and we're going smart. to play, we're going to play it into the show. So, right. if you can't attend, but you think it would be a funny event, and frankly, what right-thinking person wouldn't think this would be a funny indeed, event? Indeed. Send over your questions, and we will throw uh, emailed-in questions into the mix, and Ewan will ask them on your behalf. Well, oh, where? Do, finally, where do we find that more? I mean, okay. How do you sign up? Uh, go to. Go to our website, 361degre.es, 361 degrees, uh, and there's a link there right, right. At, the, right at the top. Sure. Uh, it's being published through Eventbrite, so you can also search 361 degrees on Eventbrite if you want to find the booking form. Sure. Okay, enough talking about our event, although it is probably the most awesome thing to it's happen. It's going to rot. It is going to be amazing.
2: Exciting. What are you going to wear, Reef? I'll be wearing a suit. Really? we well, get matching suits.
0: Well, I
1: thought we were all going to be in T-shirts, like, you know, 361 branded T-shirts. We could do that. Portal shirts. That's we're what t- they do in America. Everyone, you know, at these events, you know, they all have a branded, you know, we'll talk about that. Like with with Ewan on the back. Ewan. In big letters. <laughs> and then
0: Ben. Ben. That's good. Raffi. Raffi. Raffy. So, Rafe. All right. Enough. We're having an event. It's going to be amazing. Please come. It'd be really boring if we're the only three sat in a room with a bunch of panellists asking them questions. <laughs> There's at least 50 people coming. It's fine. We've almost run out of tickets. Um, so, enough of that. Very quickly, we're going to do a short podcast this week, uh, basically because we're winding up for this event. But I went on the telly this week.
1: Ooh.
0: I know, and I I'm going to basically... And it wasn't just some rubbish... I wasn't Crime Watch, no. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going I'm to milk my moment of fame. But uh, the, the, the guys from Bloomberg asked me in to talk about Facebook mobile. Yep. And the question they asked was um, Facebook's not making any money off their mobile apps at the moment. What's going wrong? Mm. Can they? And I thought, well, actually, you know, I, I, I went in and, you know, obviously I was amazing, you know. Um, feel free to watch that on Wise Worker if you want. I mean, it's getting a lot of fan mail now. I thought
1: you looked very good on yeah. it, by the way. You came across it very well. But, you know, I, 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 it's not all about me. But you, you didn't ke- mention, reef you didn't mention me, you didn't mention the podcast. Don't,
0: and what's worse, you didn't mention the listeners. Don't, don't keep making it just about me, you know. <laughs> uh, but what we said is, okay, serious for a minute then. Yeah. Um, let's just ex- examine this a bit more because that was like five minutes sound bite why let's start off why aren't facebook making any money off their mobile users because i was you know to a lot of people that is just amazing that they're not
1: well actually i i, I would start by saying i have been getting so much email or or, or or actually a lot of press releases from all of the mobile advertising geniuses all the smart companies in the mobile advertising space have been uh, sending me press releases to say you know there, facebook mobile they might not understand it but we do we do and we're making a lot of money plug us in so I, I, but of course facebook is famously focused on its users and not necessarily revenue first so user experience first revenue second and therefore user experience in this context means not peppering the site with
0: advertisements and, and Rafe, I mean, you'd you, you have maybe some insight into mobile advertising. Is there anybody who's doing well with the mobile advertising? You know, Can you think of anyone who's actually making it work for them?
2: Uh, I think it's probably fair to say it's still relatively early days when you're comparing it to internet advertising, which is essentially what makes the internet go round at the moment. Uh, but you think of companies like... In Mobi or Google themselves. I mean, that Google is kind of the big fish in the room in terms of doing in-app That was, a, that was a
0: horribly mixed metaphor. It was. A big fish in the room.
2: I, I, oh I managed to mangle that totally. You can probably tell that we're <laughs> recording this at 10 o'clock at night. Uh, but there are companies, a lot of oranges, as
1: th- you said. Yeah.
2: There, there are companies like Millennial Media, Inmobi, yep. who are all kind of doing plug-in SDKs, and they're shifting significant amount of impression through that. Uh, but it does seem that there was a golden era that has come to an end. So the CPM rates and the click-through rates have come down. It's not quite as effective. So there's a lot of people asking questions about what comes next, because just sticking the same model, i.e. display advertising, into mobile isn't necessarily going to work. And I, and I was thinking when, when I was prepping to to go and talk to these guys that it strikes me
0: that, whilst I do buy things, I do buy quite a lot of stuff on my mobile. I mean, I try to. I deliberately go out of my way to try it because I want to see what the experience is like. But I always buy through apps. And at the moment, if I Google... Let's say I Google, um, I want a new pair of shoes. Yeah. And then... I, you know, I f- from that, let's say, I find you know shoe shops near me or something like that, or t- traditional Google searching experience. I could even go and buy those online, or you know, I might have them. You know, some company might have, like Amazon, might have an app that allow me to buy like yes. a pair of trainers yes. or something. But I'm not going to end up in the Amazon app from Google from advertising on a Google search to do the transaction. It, it's even even if technically you can make those clicks link the experience together it's too clunky and the chances of me having the app installed are a bit flaky and things Mm. so you know because on web you rely on the facts that you know kind of especially when you surround searches don't you the idea is I search for something you promote something that will be appealing to me I click through and hopefully I buy it from you
2: yeah Uh, and and let's not forget that advertising on mobile is basically a volume game as it is on the internet and the issue is there that uh, mobile can do very significant volumes but not every app will do that and so to get the volume, to make it as sustainable as an app, as, a, as the revenue model, it, it won't work all the time. But I think more significantly is that there's actually a real cost to doing advertising on mobile for the consumer. There's been various studies out talking about this and how it can increase the power usage by anything up to 75%. Now, consumers aren't aware of that yet but that may become more of an issue in the future and also sort of data transfer and all that's tied into that. So it's not an optimal experience. I really don't think it fits the model in the same way that advertising does elsewhere, in its current form at least.
0: And do you think that Facebook have made a mistake by, by launching an app that has no advertising in it? Because I was thinking... I notice advertising, and I find it intrusive, and it annoys me. And sometimes, actually, what it does is it annoys me enough to buy the premium version of the app that doesn't have advertising in it. I'm thinking about Hello Mail, for example, right? Yes, uh, which yes. is a service I, I quite like. Yeah, and fair play to them; it was free, so they stuck advertising on it, and I don't resent that. But it, it irritated me a bit, so I you know, went out and got a premium subscription. But I was thinking that Facebook doesn't have that, and if you stick advertising now in, in the Facebook app, especially on a small screen that's really going to, great, it's really going to annoy me, you know, because it, it's got worse, yes. you know, putting the yes. advertising in makes it worse and, and they, because they didn't start with it yeah, they
2: therefore can't introduce it, yeah. Although I would turn that around the other way and say that uh, if they introduced a, a, a subscription on the website to remove all the advertising on the website that's the kind of thing that they could make mobile the same part of that play and it would then become acceptable almost having a, a Facebook premium offering, Now, I think that's actually a fairly clunky way to do it, but I don't actually think adding advertising is necessarily a bad thing because consumers would almost expect it. But no doubt they would be up in arms if this you know, ad-free app suddenly started getting ad- ads in it.
0: But- I, mean, I think it's worth mentioning as well that obviously Facebook, they do, they make, hey, good yourself up for some stats, lads, all right? They've got 900 million users. Oh. They've got 500 million mobile users. Um, they make 4 billion revenue a year. And what that means is they make about... $0.25 cents per user per year, which is nothing. You know, their, yeah. their, their advertising generally is, is earning um, 10 times less click-through than standard Google advertising. So whilst we should ask the question, how can Facebook make money, and we should talk about mobile ads, the point is that Facebook, relative to how many users they have, are doing terribly at making money from advertising anyway, so that they've got an even bigger problem. It's not just how can they make money from mobile because web's doing fine, thank you very yeah, much. Right. They really are in trouble all over the shop. So rather than, rather than pull Facebook apart because you begin to get into this whole debate about targeting and people and this kind of stuff, let's wind back. How can you make money from mobile? Not an operator, not a handset vendor. I'm talking about you know from apps and services. So how could, uh, how could firms wanting to run a social network or something like that make money?
1: Well, um, you could look at well. I suppose that the easiest way to understand the example about I talk talk about is uh, roaming. So, if you, this is not appropriate to everybody, and not necessarily appropriate to Facebook per se, but if I'm if I'm going abroad to America and I, I get my crazy uh, thing from uh, from Vodafone saying uh, thanks very much, it's five quid a meg or, or three quid a meg, blah 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 blah. But wouldn't it be wonderful if they said, and if you like to Facebook, if you like to uh, actually use social networking or Facebook, that is 5 pounds for the week unlimited usage that i think would be rather cool it'd be rather interesting to said listen we have got if you if you're a facebook user in the uk and you're a uk customer would mm-hmm. you like prioritized access to facebook you know we, we're going to put our data center in facebook's data center or we're going to connect so that your your uploads to facebook are faster so your your uploads to facebook don't or your data usage to facebook doesn't count against your uh, your data
0: usage blah 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 so so in that case what you're saying is that I would pay perhaps the mobile operator or somebody like that. Rafe Blanford just exploded next to me. <laughs> Was that a sneeze or your head coming off? Right. Sneeze, okay.
1: Carry okay.
0: on, We'll let that bit out. We won't. Um, so you're saying, I-, I wouldn't pay Facebook anything, but what I'd do is I'd have like a premium subscription with my operator, yes. and they'd share that money with Facebook in right. order to give me a better service.
1: Yeah, so that I, think, I think there's other ways of monetizing your non-traditional.
0: Rafe, any other ideas?
2: Well... I think you can look at revenue generation on mobile in basically two ways at the moment. And it's either someone else pays or the user pays in some way. And user paying can be direct upfront purchase, in-app billing, some kind of subscription. Actually, in-app billing is crucial, isn't it? Because as far as I know
0: the people who really are making any kind of money are mostly doing it through in-app billing, aren't And I
2: they? was going to say, that is that model. There are always going to be some who can make it with the upfront thing, but I think actually in-app billing, uh, and that's partly because people feel like they're getting value, despite the fact they end up paying more sometimes than they would otherwise. Uh, and subscriptions also kind of interesting, particularly if you've got a premium content or premium offering or something that occurs over regular cycles can work well. Um, and then the advertising falls into someone else paying, you can then do that in a number of ways by maybe offering something extra. It's, it's hard to see how that will evolve. I think the other one that doesn't get talked about very much is micropayments. And people have been looking for a long time to make yeah. micropayments work on the web. And I actually think mobile may be the place we're, we're talking maybe a few years out where it can work because of the what you've got in a mobile phone is some kind of identity module in the sim and you could then start connecting that with your uh, network operator or potentially when nfc comes in your credit card as well and so it's the kind of idea of in-app billing extended but then coming down to relatively small amounts and it could even happen automatically you could have settings on the phone that let it happen and i think that's a potential revenue that hasn't been explored and Thinking about the Facebook model, could it be a particular feature of the app that you enable for a, a certain amount of time or more rapid updates, push notifications, that kind of premium offering again that people may be willing to pay for? And micropayments, the benefit is it basically reduces the friction. It makes it a less arduous decision to say, yes, I'm going to pay for it. I,
1: I don't know about, I, I get what you mean about micropayments, but I have a problem of thinking if I send this message, you know, that that's, that's going to cost me versus. Even I, if it's like a billionth of a penny.
2: Yeah, it, it's interesting because there is definitely some friction around that kind of idea of, of po- cost per trans- transaction. Right. But people are buying imaginary sheep
0: to put on imaginary farms. That's different, though. If, I, I
1: if, if, I, if, I've got,
0: if I've got to pay
1: to like your post about your breakfast or something, you know, I'm like, oh, yeah, like, 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 like. But if, I, if, I, if, if that's costing me money...
0: Yeah, and I, I think I, I don't think that it the micropayment piece works well on paying to like. I think you, no. you like um, kind of advanced face tagging, or you you, sorry, you pay for advanced face tagging or for some more kind of additional features, not the core, because liking is like a core part of Facebook. Right, yeah.
2: Uh, and let, let's think of this more broadly than just Facebook. There may be some kind of content that you're interested in. Let, let's take the example of a magazine. You don't want to pay for the monthly subscription because there isn't quite enough there, but there is one article you want to read. And if it's frictionless to do that with a micropayment, I can see that working and all the kind of free apps that are out there right now are kind of looking for revenue models. where well, that might I work. I, I'm like, just provo- promote, you know, suggesting if, if you this you said is one a possible billion way.
1: penny per, per story that
0: I looked at or something like that, I'd be all right with that, I think. Actually, know, but, I mean, to me, I, I take your point, actually, because I don't like the idea that kind of every click costs. Yeah. So perhaps, you know half a penny for every like or something would be very unappealing to me. But I don't mind paying a pound for like a chunky, valuable feature all in one go. So what I was thinking of was Facebook got 500 million users. They're on mobile users. They're on BlackBerry. They're on Symbian. They're on iPhone, Android, every... I mean, you you think of a, a mobile platform that doesn't have Facebook on it now. I literally can't think of any. And often when you launch a new platform... You know, the platform provider goes and pays Facebook to build an app for it, doesn't it? Because having Facebook is going to like, have to have it. You have to absolutely have it. So what about if Facebook's platform, you know, the, 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 their app gave people a way to target all of those 500 million users all at one time? So, you know, you, what you do is you build a Facebook app rather than a, a, an iPhone app or an Android app. And then, actually, the people who the people who now build free apps, but are brands like Nike or Coca Cola or something, they'd pay to to put their app in the in the Facebook store into as it the Facebook. Yeah. Yeah, and, yeah. and you'd get it for free. You'd yeah. play you'd play Nike's fun Olympic running game, or I know they're not Olympic sponsor, but you know what I mean. Yeah. You'd, you'd like viral games and, and social gaming. You, you'd get that for free. But the point is that you would it would be a lot cheaper for you to pay Facebook to distribute it once rather than to build iPhone, Android, blah, 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 blah.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think this actually comes back to something we've talked about before, which is the discovery issue of apps. And we already have a lot of branded apps out there. They're some of the most popular ones in the marketplace generally because they're free. It's actually not a short step you spent, you know, quarter of a million developing your app. How about spending another quarter of a million pushing it out to the first two million people to make the viral process start to happen Yeah, because just, we all know it's the most difficult give, bit. Give a
1: million pounds or a dollars to Facebook and they'll put you on the second screen.
2: Yeah. Abs- yeah. They, is, if is you look at the iOS,
1: uh, the iPhone app, yeah, they have space. I mean, I, I, I was expecting... that they, they, they seem to have taken a break there. In fact, I think I read, read a little while ago the guy that did the original Facebook app left, right? Yeah. And I wonder if that affected their strategy because the, the first first real cool version of the Facebook app had lots of support for precisely what you're talking about.
0: Adding stuff in because yeah. the cool thing about the Facebook app and actually I think maybe what would shape other people when they're thinking about monetizing is that although it's a native app it actually it wraps loads of mobile web stuff up doesn't it? Yes. You know, A lot of what you're seeing is actually mobile web just with a program around it yeah. and, and that actually means it's, it's dead easy to build to, to get mobile web stuff looking like an app. So,
1: uh, you, the you could, I could very much imagine seeing a BBC logo there, you know,
0: and yeah. i just, so, I just stay in the Facebook app. All right, so I don't think we're going to solve how could Facebook, but I think there are a couple of good ideas there. And, it, and, it, and the nice thing, I, the reason I think those convince me is that none of those involve saying to the user, welcome to Facebook, please insert 20 pence to continue. <laughs> <You know. laughs> Having spent all this time talking about this, I, I think that there'll probably be a bunch of people listening to this thinking, I don't care. Because I am a mobile phone user, all right. Like, I'm, maybe I'm an enthusiast, and I might, I might, you know, I might be really excited about my platform or my iPhone or my yeah. Windows Phone or something like that. But actually, why should I give a monkeys about Facebook? They're a company. Sort yourselves out. And I think actually it is important, and, and people should at least have a passing interest. You, you're gesticulating at me, Rob. Sorry. Oh, you were waving. So, he was waving you at somebody. All right. Yeah. So, uh, because the point, I, the point I was, I was making there is that. If we don't work out how to monetize, and I hate this word, monetize, but if we don't work out how to get money into the mobile ecosystem, either it will be very clunky because you'll just end up buying apps through an app store and there'll always be this upfront charge, or um, you'll just lose all of these services. Because things like Facebook, I mean, all right, it's not... It's not the world's most important it's thing. It's not a bottomless pit either. But also, yeah, it is a, it is something that needs Cost to make
2: the money. There's a severe danger that the app ecosystem can collapse under its own weight. Now, we're not saying it's going to go away altogether, because actually Facebook will keep doing mobile because it helps them on the desktop as well, and so it's kind of something they have to do. But we do need to get away from the idea that mobile is just an extra, because we are getting to the point where mobile will become the primary channel, not yeah. the secondary channel.
0: And, and actually, that's really crucial, because I, I, now I forget the stat, which is Disappointing because I had it to hand, but the Facebook's problem—the reason people are talking about this—is not just because you know uh, more than half of more than half of Facebook's users are, are accessing through mobile, but also the rate, the time they spend. Um, I think it, it was something like uh, a mobile user spends thirteen percent more time in a month on mobile than they do on web for someone who uses both, and, the, and that number is growing yeah. really, really yeah. rapidly. So Rafe's point about changing platforms becoming primary is not just something far off it's it's happening really quickly exactly. and,
2: and, and in some markets it's actually to the point where you should be doing mobile first and desktop should almost be a supporting app for mobile well,
1: do you see the facebook uh, sorry not the facebook the chinese stat uh that 40 percent of uh, internet users in china are now exclusively yeah.
0: using mobile
2: you look at their social networks some of the stuff like renren for yeah. example and that's almost entirely mobile driven yeah
0: so we've got to get money in here, but also it kind of matters, and I think we should have this convers- I think we should have these conversations about why it matters now, because it could it could split, couldn't it? Because you know, um, people who need to make money out of mobile could just sort of so the the Facebook's investors now, for example, could put pressure on them to put ugly advertising to yeah. put really. Nasty payment mechanisms in to try and earn money off the, like the low-hanging fruit, as they call it. You know, just just monetize the stuff that's easy. Like make all the games paid for fifty pence a game. Mm. You know, and, and that would just be a real shame because it's not just important, but it's a real opportunity. Because if you could make uh, payments and money through mobile, then all of a sudden, as you say, it, it's a com- it has all of the characteristics of the web piece. Now, you could do commerce, you can do business, and actually stuff that's mobile first is genuinely a business a viable proposition, because I mean, whilst we talk about, like in China as you said, you know, huge numbers of people going mobile only I bet those people aren't doing online shopping I bet those people aren't making transactions easily, uh, I, yeah, if, they yeah, are, right. if, if they are they're doing it just through single fragmented apps, you're not yes. getting a nice joined up experience, so, opportunity missed Definitely, definitely. Okay guys, so we should wrap it up, but I think um, question in in 2 years time what will facebook how will facebook be making money from mobile
1: well, okay right You're let McLeod. me let me tell you. 2 years time goodness me i think it will be something we haven't thought of and that uh, that is, that is an easy there well, is a cop out there but i you know i reckon they'll be watching carefully the revenue possibilities i think there's a lot of mileage in talking to the operators, doing something with the operators. Uh, you know, a Facebook fee, or you know, one dollar a month or something for Facebook, or something like that. Uh, but I think it'll be something we haven't seen. I don't think it'll be straightforward ads or a coin-operated kind of service.
2: Yeah, I, I, th- I think it touched on what we were talking about earlier, and it's Facebook as a channel and it has an enormous amount of information about you and your interests that the whole social graph can create quite a complex profile. And I think there's a lot of companies that will effectively be looking to do advertising 2.0, and it's about having a better contextual match, doing what Google did uh, for internet advertising. And if Facebook can carry that off, because they need something that will scale on on the big thing. So it has to be relatively simple. But if they can do that and... I think maybe even some new format of advertising that is a bit more mobile-centric so that when you click on it, something actually happens and you get a real end result that's measurable Uh, because two years is not a lot of time. So I think that's probably where it's headed.
0: Would you mind Facebook taking your profile, friends, interests, cat pictures, whatever it is you put on Facebook, and using that to target advertising? Would you feel like privacy violated?
2: Uh, I would object from a personal point of view, which is why I don't put a lot of that stuff on Facebook. So I limit what I put there, and what I put there is generally public domain enough that it's accessible elsewhere, or I don't really care if someone has access to it.
0: But I mean, I mean, in terms of advertising, if they suddenly started showing you, I don't know, um, cat you, food. Well, I was, I was thinking more, okay, so if they suddenly started showing you ads based on kind of a, you know, a, uh, 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 your, your profile online rather than the real you. Would you kind of feel irritated that they were showing... Let's say you only put stuff up about mobile, let's say, because that's yeah. the conversations you have online, and then you're deluged with, do you want a new contract? Do you want a new contract? But actually, you really enjoy musicals and walks in the park and rainy yes. days and staying in with it, the book and black and white movies. And, I, you know.
2: I, I probably would be irritated by that, but I'm not going to pre- pretend that advertising isn't already like that. Uh, and Facebook obviously had its misstep in the past where it was trying to auto-share your short shopping history and stuff like that. I, I think a lot of, you know, people listening to this podcast probably generally object to it, but I think there's an awful lot of people out there who just won't care.
0: And, and well done for not biting up my my list of your interests. You, you are a better man than anyone else at this table.
2: Well, Fortunately, it wasn't far off the truth. That's the uh, sad reality. you really like rainy days? Not rainy days, but I do like a walk in the rain.
0: Okay, and I, let me just quickly, and quickly just let me get my bit in and then we'll finish. <laughs> I, I, think, I think that um, Rafe's, Rafe's right, but to me... I think it's going to be. I don't think they're. I don't think they're going to put normal advertising up. I don't think they're going to be able to charge for their app. I just don't think they can. I think though, what they could do is sell that platform as a a delivery mechanism. So charge other people to distribute their apps through. And I think that that will put them up in a huge battle with Apple, for example, and other people who don't who, who charge for access to their platform. But that that could be a way to begin to erode that kind of view that you have to pay to play on each individual ecosystem.
2: Uh, And just to be clear here, I mean, this is mainly going to be through web technologies. And so to a certain extent, it's going to be a battle for the soul of the internet and a change from the idea that everything on the internet is free. Uh, So it's going to be a really interesting topic to watch in the next few years.
1: So I object to the fact that they don't have decent information on me. They're not making an informed decision. They don't know that I drive a Range Rover. You don't know me, man. You don't know anything about me. Right, That's no. what saying. They, they know that I've commented on a Range. It doesn't mean a buy, bi- I own it. They, the information that they hold on me is really, really poor. I,
2: I think Ewan maybe underestimates how much they can work out because we're talking about aggregated, anonymized data to create maybe a breakdown of... 200, 300 different groups of people, and right. they would get pretty spot on.
0: But the point is, right, though, that they'll need to really fine-tune that, particularly oh, when you're time yeah. because I, what you were saying there just made me laugh. Um, a, a few years ago, we had some friends come to stay at our house, and they had a baby, and we don't have children. And I bought some baby stuff on Amazon... It, because they were flying in and they didn't yeah. have like a, a car seat and they wanted some, you know, the things that babies need. I don't know who it was, you, you know. Wipes, wipe, wipes, wipes nappies. Yeah. There was lots of things that involved wiping one Bottom end or butter. putting something in the other end. It was, uh. but, you know, now Amazon can't let go of the fact that that was a one off purchase. You know, it was kind of, uh, I don't want, you know, hey, customers like you also bought high chairs. I go, well, <laughs> I, I can't fit in that. That's not going to work for me. But they're looking, <laughs> but you're over 30. Yeah. Well, uh, let's not get onto that topic. But, you know so you've really, you 've got to your of children right? you 've got to really fine tune that stuff yep. and you 've got to also be able to cope with exceptions uh, and that sort of event, so it's yep. really important okay time to wrap it up guys because we've having said we do a short one we 're now exactly the normal length of a podcast anyways um as ever, I would be well interested to hear uh, your opinions if you've been listening to this please leave leave comments wherever you hear them and, and particularly now it's a, it's a good idea to leave like in line the new SoundCloud player means you can comment actually as the podcast plays is that out is anybody doing that yet uh, one person has who uh, was that, that that was really cool and I can't remember his name and I apologise because you are well, you, you made You're my special. day special yeah d- whoever you were you oh made my oh my god day. you can't remember at all uh, we li- we've got literally thousands of people listening to this now it's amazing so thank you so much for listening it's actually watching those numbers piling up is is, is actually you know it means something it's, re- it's really fantastic so uh please leave a comment we are interested in your opinions and actually the nice thing is that increasingly now we're having this conversation um people are giving us their feedback we're going to come and revisit some of these topics and we could actually come and, and respond to some of those questions yeah. and comments uh if you haven't signed up for the newsletter that is a great way to leave us feedback because when you get the newsletter when i remember to send it out you just hit reply and they come it comes straight back to me and i see everything that people are yeah, it comes back what about us i'll share it with you absolutely do you yeah has anyone replied to the newsletter yet? Not to the newsletter. What they did what they tend to do is read the newsletter and then send an email to the email address. But that's great. Which we don't get. Which we don't get. I'll share it with you later. Okay. Thank you very much for listening. If you are in London on the eleventh of June, come along to our event. There is free drink and you and McLeod there. One of those things should at least be a draw. Uh, we've very much enjoyed that. We will see you next week. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.